When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the Knapsack Files studios in Burbank, California, this is the three things the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the three things. Episode 29. For those keeping score at home, three things on my mind. Yeah, I liked going back last episode. kind of went back to the original style of the three things. After a while, I think it got kind of moved around. A guy, I, I, I confuse life ranked and this show. I, I don't want to do that. Confusion's not good. This is just three things on my mind. What's on my mind this week? Origin- you know how I originally created this show? I, I had a guest cancel in the last minute. I was like, I think I need to add something to the Knapsack Files, and I need to make it easier, and I can't always rely on guests. So I don't mind monologuing. I don't mind barfing up stuff into a microphone. Not literally sickos. Just me, you, talking, connecting one-on-one. That's how the three things came about. Here we are 29 episodes later. I know it's not right. It just kind of comes out, huh? Well, actually, I'll tell you why. It's coming out this week. I had a guest scheduled. I was trying to get a guest scheduled. It didn't work out. And I've had the worst luck. Nothing against the potential guests because some of them have been scheduled. They're on the books again. And I don't want you to think I'm talking bad. But we've got some guests coming. And I'm excited. You guys, I got some requests for guests. Like, hey, we're tired of just hearing your voice, Ken. All right, you guys didn't phrase it like that. You phrased it in a nicer way. I'm the one who turns it into that horrible self-loathing version. But yes, guests are coming, but I need to talk. And I need to talk to you. So that's why the three things are here. We've had a lot of fun talking wrestling this week on the Knapsack Files podcast feed, rebroadcasting one of my old shows from my comedy father, Dan Farron. He loves that. He said, Ken, do you mind calling me Chuckle Pops? No, that's not true. Maybe it is. You You guys shouldn't get to know Dan. Follow him on on Twitter. And if you didn't listen to the Andre the Giant rebroadcast of an old uh, Wrestling Viewpoint Network episode that I put out, give it a go. Check it out. If you're not a professional wrestling fan, you you know, maybe we can get you there. Maybe we can get you there. Hey, guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash files. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And that goes uh, directly to supporting the show if you sign up. It's a good thing. All right. Are you ready? You ready for the three things on my mind this week? Oh, they're good. Not all good. Number three, money. Money. Money is on my mind and my mind is on money. Mm, Constantly. Aren't we all? 
aren't we all in this post-middle-class world? We're all struggling to make a dime. As many of you do know, I am uh, technically unemployed. I'm unemployed. I got a little bit of morsels coming in here and there, and I'm thankful for those. We all need some morsels to survive. And I have decided, I've taken this leap of faith, not unlike Indiana Jones, just not as cool, and less whips, less cool fedoras. I decided to take this leap, leap of faith. That's, let me get my career right. Let me take this opportunity, late in the ball game as it may be, to get my career right, knowing that that may fail. So the money comes and the money goes. And I'm worried about money, just like you are. Chances are there's like less than 1% listening right now that aren't like, no, I can't, I'm not worried about money. And if you're that, God bless you. But I've been worried about money in two different ways. Two different ways. One, taxes. Did my taxes. And I have been very fortunate for a very long time to not have to deal with what many of you out there have had to deal with, which is self-employment tax. This was the first year I had to do it. Now, I had all of last year a full-time job. I, 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 you know, very fortunate for that. But then I also had some freelance gigs and some side gigs and some part-time stuff. So that's 1099 miscellaneous stuff, right? Oh, I love that form. That's a great form. Should just say 1099 jump off a cliff. That should be the name of the form. Sir, did you fill off your uh, fill out your jump off a cliff form? Make sure it's complete before jumping. So I did that. And I use that TurboTax thing. I, I recommend TurboTax. I, I'm not a paid sponsor of TurboTax, but TurboTax, if you're listening, I'm on board. Just maybe put me on your payroll, not 1099 me. But that'd be the ironic thing. I got a sponsorship with TurboTax. I'm screwed on taxes. So it's always easy, right? My father did my taxes for a very long time. And if, I, if you have a, a parent or a mentor, like my comedy father, Dan Farron, if you got someone to do taxes for you and you don't need to go to a big fancy tax preparer and pay the fees, go for it. Do it. Yeah, so I use TurboTax. It's made for dummies like me. All right, if you use it, you're not a dummy. It's just me. And it does, it's like a video game. You put in information, you put in all your numbers, and it's like, here's currently on the mission. We haven't got to the big boss at the end yet, but on the mission, you, uh, you got this much money coming back to you. It's all big and green. Green, the color of money, the color of go, go, go. You look at it on the top of your little screen there. It's like, well, here's where you're at right now. Let's see what happens at the end of this level. And then you get past that level. It's like, oh, a little bit's gone, but it's still green. It's still there. Let's keep going to that big boss. That's what we want to do. So normally in the years past, because again, I've been fortunate to have a regular full-time W-2-based employment for a very long time. And I've looked at that number, and it was all green. It was a nice nice number. It was going to go down a little bit. I got it. I know how it works. By the time you get to the final level, you're going to lose a little bit, but you're still going to be happy. Now, I need money now more than ever. Yeah, don't we all, but now more than ever. I need money. But I'm also an honest person. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, I try to follow most laws. I jaywalk time and time again, all right? I'm not opposed to that one, especially here in Burbank. Though in Burbank, especially downtown Burbank, be careful. If you're ever down here in Burbank, I don't know where you're listening to this show in the world right now. I don't know where you are in your life. But if you find yourself in downtown Burbank, don't smoke in the streets and don't jaywalk. They'll get you. The city will get you. The Burbank Police Department has people out there looking for that. And the fines are pretty heavy. I've never been hit with some fun, but I know some people. I know some people. I know a friend who was a New Yorker, got to town, did what New Yorkers do. Cross the street against the light. I got this. No cars come. $300 ticket. Be careful. But I, I follow most laws. I follow most laws. I try. I try to be honest. Try to be up and up, have some integrity. So, came to that uh, portion on the TurboTax uh, little game. Would you like to report any other income? It's a big question mark. Huh? No one's watching. Do you want to still report? You don't have to. You can let the chips fall where they lay. Come on. And I, of course, yes, I'd like to report some more income. Oh, good. You decided to be honest, says TurboTax. Grab your 1099 jump off a cliff forms. Let's enter them. Do, 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 do. Type, type, type. You enter in the numbers. And that green number on the top shoots down. And now it comes like a dull gray. The color of bars in a prison or a jail cell or a drab concrete fence in the prison yard. No more go, go, go green, kid. You've got prison gray, and that's how much you owe. With a few small clicks of a button and some types typing on a keyboard, I lost my fortune. Now, again, I was expecting to pay something. Uh, you know, I expected to maybe not get as much back. I got it. I got it. I was prepared. I was mentally prepared. Do my taxes in my, my hometown. I went and visited my folks and uh, had a good time. Saw their dogs. Loved their dogs. Hey, Willow. Hey, Bobo. How you doing? They're not listening. Um, and, uh, you know, I was expecting it. Except for I wasn't expecting it all to go. I thought having a full-time job for a full calendar year would, you know, kind of be a decent thing. Kind of help me that no, no. Prison Yard Gray was the number I was staring at. It took all of it. It took all of it. Now I know I'm still alive. I still got my health, kind of. I got a left arm issue. My left arm. It's got like a tweaked bicep, a strained forearm, and a strained, possibly torn, partially torn rotator cuff. All my left arm. Probably all three separate injuries. I might die soon. I might just eat this arm off. That's a different episode of a different show. So there I am struggling. Boom. Green to prison yard gray. That's what I know. And this isn't a commentary on taxes. I don't understand taxes. I know there's people out there. Now, next year, I gotta, I've got i already started writing stuff up, doing the deductions. And yes, to answer your question, I went TurboTax. is like, okay, that's so much, yo. Let's see if we can help you. With some uh, deductions. What do you think about that? Well, you want some help? And you're like, yes, please, God. God, send me manna from heaven. May TurboTax save me. And, and, and in Jesus' name, amen. And then you, they're like, cool, we saved you 50 bucks. You still owe the rest. Have a nice night. Print it out. Uh, print out your taxes. 
We sent them in electronically. That costs you too. Oh, man. My head just fell. My shoulders slumped. It, it kind of ruined, uh, not ruined my trip home. I still had a good time, but it's like I, wanted, I was up there to be creative, to do some writing. I was inspired recently, you know? I want to get some stories written, get some stuff down on paper. Nah. Nah. Money, money, money. So on the flip side of that, though, I've decided time to grow up. Save some money. I've been bad at that. I confess in front of you, judge, that I've been bad about saving money. I mean, I have stuff here and there. I had a, I had a 401k. I was an adult at one time. I had a 401k, and you know what happened? I had to use it to pay rent. Because a roommate bailed, and the other roommate didn't help me pay the difference. It was uh, good times. Good time. So I had to close that 401k. Took it, that was a nice tax year. That was a fun year. So I don't understand that stuff. I don't. I think I'm a fully functional adult when it comes to money. I think a lot of people, when it comes to investing particularly, a lot of people are like, I don't understand. It seems that's something Thurston Howell the Third did on Gilligan's Island, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I've seen Wall Street. You know, that's like the most people might understand about taxes. Or, or, or uh, well, taxes and investments which uh, wrap around themselves and sometimes at the end of the year. So I was really, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do that. Where do you go? Where do you go? Where do you, how do you become a wolf of Wall Street if you don't have the cocaine and the bikini clad women? How do you do this? And I'm okay. Don't need that stuff. Just I need, I need a little bit of a nest egg. It's late in the game. Time's run, running out. I'm in like the seventh inning. A lot of people start saving in the first and second inning. Eh, seventh inning, I'm going to get in there and take some cuts, all right? Relief pitcher's coming in. Let's see if I can get a hit. So I found something, and I'll say right now, I am not a paid, paid sponsor of them either. Not at all, but I found something called Stash App. I'll grab my phone here. Stash App, or just Stash App. What am I, an old man? The, st- the Facebook app. Get on the Twitter app. No, Stash. It's called Stash. You can download it on your super-duper phone device, your Commodore 64, whatever you want. Put it on there. And this is genius. Again, Stash, not a paid sponsor. I might reach out to them, though, and say, I should be the poster child for what your app tries to do. It takes investing. It takes saving for retirement. It takes all of those things that for years, people like me. Now, some of you listening are like, ah, oh, Ken, rolling your eyes. I've been investing stocks since I was like 18 years old. I just bought a Porsche. You know, that's great. Good for you. I didn't. And a lot more people, because there is no middle class, a lot more people are probably in my boat. So listen here. If you're thinking, if you're thinking, I want to start investing, Ken, here's the genius thing behind Stash App. And there's other apps. Robinhood is another app. But you have to kind of know a little bit to go in there. And, and Robin, Rob, the Robinhood ad let, lets, you, uh, app, um, lets you invest in cryptocurrency in case you want to buy a, a bad YouTube company or something. So uh, I, I, I have that app. But the Stash app, the Stash app turns investing into a video game. 
I'm addicted to like Game of Thrones Conquest, like one of those pay to win game things where you you build your castle and you build your armies and then you pay four bucks here and ten bucks here. You don't think about it. You're just dropping money down. Uh, four, I'm going to pay four dollars for a little uh, pieces of gold and materials to build a sword. Next thing you know, the Simpsons tapped out game got to me. I, there was like two straight years I played Simpsons tapped out to the point where that's where my savings went. If I had 50% of the money I dropped in Simpsons tapped out on my iPad, I, I probably could, could buy a new car right now. Be okay. My car's AC doesn't work anymore. Oh, God, what a, what a run. This is a great episode. It's uplifting. You know, the, you know Yoda in Last Jedi says failure is the greatest teacher? This is, this, log this episode down. If you're young out there, this episode will teach you some things. But anyway, Stash App. Get on the Internet and download the Stash App, kids. It is it's got everything set up. It's got these easy to explain little uh, goals. This is where I got a coach right now. I got a coach score of 165 out of 200 points. That's right. You click on it. This is because, again, specifically why I mentioned that Game of Thrones app. That's like the last thing I look at before I go to sleep. And it's like the last uh, first thing I look at when I wake up in the morning. Reach over, grab the phone, bring up the Game of Thrones app game I play. Got to see if my castle's safe. Did my keep get upgraded? Did I get enough gold gold and, and, uh, you know, milk of the poppy to, to research technology? It's ridiculous. Well, here comes Stash. It turns it all into a game. So now the first thing I reach in the morning is for my phone to up, bring up Stash and check my stocks. My coach scores 165, 200. So I click on it and it's like things. I've, I just today hit my goal. I'm 50 out of 50 in the smart investing challenges. There's challenges, and you get points, and there's a little star, because we all like stars, especially if you grew up like me going to church, and a little gold star meant, meant you got the memory verse right for that week. This is like the money version of memory verses. Get in the game. That means becoming an investor. Mix some magic. Bonds. James Bonds. Buy some, buy some bonds. I did that. I got 10 points. A balanced diet. You, wanna, you don't want to diversify your investments, right? Did that. I got five points. Own some up-and-coming stocks. I did that. That's five more points. Oh, yeah. Pretty big wig down at the old stash factory I am. I'm a Gordon Gecko in the making. It's been, <laughs> it's been fun. I actually do this thing now where I check my Disney stock. I have like $5 in it, whatever. But it is amazing how... Uh, Something I've been wanting, needing, actually needing and wanting to do for a long time, which is not just investing, not just playing the stock market, but building up a 401k again, all that kind of stuff. And you can do that all there. There's a retirement version of this that I've now started. And there's all those kind of things. It, without a doubt, the genius designers of this app have turned something that normally you'd call adulting into a, a child's game almost. In fact, I think a child, a 10-year-old child, would probably un- start to understand stocks right now. Why am I talking about that? I'm, I'm actually unofficially, I, I recommend it. If you're out there looking, DM me on, on the official Knapsack Files Facebook page. And I could tell you about the stash. In fact, I can give you a code. Yes, yes, that's right. I'm recruiting you. It's like a pyramid scheme. 
I'll give you a code, and then we both get money to invest. I'm not joking. You write me on the you write me on Facebook and the Knapsack Files. In fact, I, I'm probably going to include Stash uh, uh, on Twitter if they got a Twitter. I haven't even checked yet, and say D- check out the nice things I said about your episode. Or about your app in this episode. I'll learn to talk, too. Maybe they'll be like, well, we were going to give you some sponsorship, but then your grammar's poor often when you just barf it into microphones. But I won't care because I'm saving money. My Microsoft stock is showing a nice return, kids. So that's the number three thing on my mind. The good and the bad of money. But we all should take a breath when it comes to money. Makes the world go round, but it doesn't buy happiness. Yeah, it could be a down payment on happiness, as Colin Cowherd always says. But don't let it get overwhelming. Go for a nice walk, like I always say. Like Owen and I talk about on This Is Life. Go for a walk. Oh, speaking of that, here's the number two thing on my mind this week. Over the last year, I moved. And I am now near a street corner. One of them's kind of a busy street. The other's... Not the, not the worst street in the world. And I have, uh, my bedroom is on, uh, you know, is, is now close to that intersection. And not like right on the intersection. There's other stuff. There's like a little weird auto mechanic. Uh, yard. I don't know what it is. It's a front for something. There's a, I don't know. Anyways. Um, so now, I'm close to an intersection. And you think, ah, oh, look, do the cars bother you? I don't hear the cars at all. Occasionally hear a honk. A truck might drive by. I heard an accident. Everyone was okay. Don't worry. I checked. Not that, no. I'm in the Burbank flight path. That, you probably hear that on podcasts more than anything. But the thing I hear, the number two thing on my mind, <laughs> let, me, let me control my temper here. The number two things on my mind, uh, the number two thing on my mind this week is the nice people of society who... Continue to press the crosswalk button as if your efforts will speed up the intersection's light uh, schedule and allow you to cross faster. Oh, you people. Oh, come here. Come here, you, because I'm going to cut you. And I'm not talking about hit it once, eh, hit it twice. Tell you what, you space it out a little bit, I'll even give you a third time because I've done that. Sometimes you just do it absentmindedly. I'm here. I'm here. I'm not here to be a jerk. I'm here to give you the benefit of the doubt. Press once. And we all should press once because there's also another pet peeve I have. And it happens a lot in downtown Burbank. I don't know what. And I love downtown Burbank. But the people that forget or don't press and then you're like, oh, the light's going to change. Here we go because that person was there in front of me. So I assume, nope, it's not changed. Okay, we're all stuck here again. We have to wait a whole light cycle. Thanks, jerks. No, no, no. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that. My, you know, that, that's not good. So get up. You press it once. Beep, boop. Thank you was an accurate sound. Beep, boop. You wait. You wait. Maybe having a little bit of an impatient day. What's on the other side of the intersection is, is something that you're uh, really interested in or highly anticipating. So, all right. Beep, boop. Press it a second time. Now, that's the point. That's the point where my ears kind of perk up. My ears perk up, and I'm like, okay, here I am. I'm listening. I live here. And then if it's like 15, 20 seconds, and I hear a beep, boop, and that's it, all right, we're good. I'm not going to throw anything at you. We're going to be fine. 
You and I are going to be friends. I'll invite you to some of my parties. But to the fine people, and oh, let me tell you, there's more than should be allowed. To the fine people that do the do you not understand that we're all trying to live here? We're all trying to function in a normal society. Do you not understand that that little selfish box you live in, that box in which you think only you matter? Do you, do you think you're going to keep getting away with that? Do you think you can get away with that? Do you think that's a good thing? Do you look yourself in the mirror at night after knowing you repeatedly press the walk button and think, good job out there today. I really added something to the world. Nothing infuriates me more than people clueless to the world around you. Spacey? That's different. I'm spacey from times to times. Accidental merge uh, into a lane and you cut someone off and you're like, oh, honk, honk, my bad. The my bad goes a long way with me. If I stop and, and let you move into the lane, maybe you're walking and I kind of wave you on, or the other way around, I'm walking and I wave you on at the car, even though maybe I had the right of way, and you give me that wave, even the half heart, hey, good, hey, yes, human, we both did this together, we had a nice, we, we kept, the, kept the world moving right out here. Oh, you think this is minor? You think, I hear, you're walking right now, if you're on your morning walk, with the earbuds in right now. And you can't, that can, this is a calm down. This isn't a big deal. Yeah, it is. This is where the world's problems actually start. You have problems with all these other things, social media, everyone screaming and yelling, everyone complaining and acting like everything out there is a is an 11. And you're like, Ken, you're doing this. This is an 11. Ken, this is like a three and you're making it 11. And you're, nope. It all starts with this. It all starts with the people who walk up to intersections. And I'm not talking, by the way, at 3 p.m. It happens a lot. I'm talking when I hear it the most, almost nightly. (laughs) Almost nightly. It was like 11 p.m. There's a lot of people out walking in Burbank at 11 p.m. I think they feel it's safe or something. And generally, I know some of the crime statistics. They're okay. Cross over to North Hollywood, yeah, you might want to head indoors. But it happens a lot between the hours of like 10 and midnight. Beep, boop. Beep, boop. And here I'm in bed trying to read a book, maybe trying to sleep, trying to record. Beep, boop. 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 If you get to that point, you deserve whatever fate may come to you. I'm not here to wish you death. But I'm not stopping it either. Get the hell off this planet. When they launch those rocket ships, and we don't know which one you're assigned to, one veers right and heads to the new planet, the other one veers left directly into the sun, I hope at least two rows are reserved for the beep boop 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 pedestrian walking button pressing a-holes. I hope two rows and maybe something in the back are reserved for you because you're the problem with this world. Self-centered, selfish, clueless, and just plain annoying. 
Like I get really upset with an older person and I'm, I'm getting up there. I, I get really upset though when like an older person whips out the checkbook at the grocery store. But you know what? I understand old habits die hard and the money still spends. And if you don't want to use a debit card because you're 79 and you're at Ralph's grocery store and you're like, I, this is what I do. I have 42 coupons and a checkbook. You're probably retired and on a fixed income. Even though in that moment I can get upset, I can start to, the smoke starts to rise under my collar. <sighs> They're pulling out a checkbook. There's actually been times I've almost, when I was, you know, fully gainfully employed where I wanted to like whip out my debit card, be like, I got this. Don't worry about it. Groceries are on me. Put your checkbook away. But no, even in that situation, you do that thing where you tape, take a deep breath, you step back, look at all the gum choices in the impulse buy section by the cash register and realize, you know what? They're just going to write a check for a couple extra seconds. My life will go on there, but for the grace of God, go I. I don't know what's going on in their life. I'm fine. They're fine. We're all going to be fine here. I can get behind that. But at the pedestrian button mashing fools, I'm coming for you. Seriously, if you guys out there are uh, like going through like Twitter moments and you know some news stories pop up and they're like, Police arrest crazy man in Burbank for taking ass baton to knees of pedestrians that repeatedly press the walk button. Yep, it's me. It's me. I don't even need you to bail me out. Don't worry about it. I probably have to pay taxes on your bail money anyways. But that'd be me. That's the number two thing on my mind. You know what? I had another thing on my list, but I, I'm going to change it up. I think I've been unnecessarily aggressive. I think I've been a little grumpy. I haven't had the best week ever. So I'm going to end today's episode with something positive. I'm going to bring it to the other thing on my mind this week, and that's hope. No, I'm serious. Stop pressing the walk button and listen. I'm serious. Hope. There's a lot of bad things going on in the world. But at the end of the day, our struggles are our, our struggles. I've said that before. I'll say it again. And I've talked about hope before and faith and finding the hope and faith needed for hope, all those nice things. But I did, I did kind of bottom out a little bit this week. I've been without full-time employment now for a while, but now, you know, without any kind of real employment for, for a couple months now. And I will say it is, again, by choice. So I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not crying about it, but I'm trying to get something accomplished. And you out there listening might find yourself at some point in your life trying to get something accomplished. Let's talk about personal goals, you know? It could be a relationship goal. You could be trying to have children. I know a lot of couples who try and try and try and it doesn't happen. You may be trying to buy a house. You may be trying for a promotion. You may be trying to break a habit like pressing the pedestrian button. Okay, I'll stop. I'm talking about those kind of goals. Health goals could be as simple as, yeah, you want to lose weight and get into better shape or you have 
you know, a serious affliction and you're trying to get better and there is a light at the end of the tunnel, but sometimes you can't reach there. Talking about those moments. And this week, my, my problems are, are my problems. They're not big problems compared to a lot of other things. I've had a great life. But in trying to reach some of my career goals, trying to just break my career down to a base level and build it back up in the way I want, trying to take care of myself better, my health, my eating, my exercise. And I, you know, I hurt my arm. That's what happens. I was trying too hard, strained my bicep. I already have this rotator cuff thing. Then I got one of those, like a new ab, ab workout roller device, and I think that caused me to strain my, my left forearm, and I would just amputate this arm, get it done with, right? I, I just, there's that. I'm trying to find money, make money, save money. Seeing other people get gigs and shows and, and take the step in the next level in their life. And then that's, that's, that's a huge mistake. You should be grateful for your friend's success or grateful for your enemy's success. It's not your journey. That's their journey. We're always going to compare. You shouldn't. We sometimes don't even want to. But it's going to happen. All that twirled around and whirled around like a frozen yogurt machine where you choose the middle one and it swirls both the flavors. All that swirled around in my life this week and I bottomed out. I'm obviously capable of being very depressed. I've been pretty good for the last two, three years, but that's there. It's muscle memory, unfortunate muscle memory. So I bottomed out. And there's a lot of ways to try to get around that. A lot of ways to try to confront that. A lot of ways that I've talked about on this podcast network. Going for walks and breaking it down to small moments day by day. And every one of those things are not pointless platitudes. They are good, good strategies to succeed. But success never happens overnight. When you think it does, like as an overnight success, there is 10 years behind that. Uh, that guy got called up to the major leagues, you know, 21. Yeah, he probably started training at nine. God-given building and skills, sure. That guy, uh, he recorded a, he recorded an album and it went a single with number one. Mine went number 52. I went, yeah, you know what? How, how much work went into that album? Maybe it's not in the creative industry. I've seen that too. People getting promoted before me. People get more money. It happens. It happens, it happens, it happens. And at some point, you bottom out. At some point, you can't take it anymore. At some point, you are overwhelmed and frustrated. What can you do? What is the strategy? Well, as Princess Lair herself says, what, what do they give us? Hope. Hope. Hope, hope. I believe in it. I have faith in hope. How do you find hope? How do you believe in hope? For that, I think there are no true strategies. For There are no true ways around it. It is sometimes literally just holding on for one more day like a Wilson Phillips song. But hope should spring eternal if you slow down your mind enough wait for it. I don't know what your belief systems are. 
Dig into those if you can, if you want. Faith and hope to me are very much intertwined, but I'm focusing on the hope because after I bottomed out this week, you know, it's funny, I bottomed out on a walk. As much as I talk about the importance of going for a walk on this podcast feed, it is something that comes up more than once. It was a walk that got me this week. I was busy, recorded one, uh, a bunch of shows one morning, a lot of Force Center stuff. Uh, did a stream, you know, and the, the, those have been a lot of fun on Twitch. If, you ha- if you're on Twitch and you haven't joined me yet or you're not on Twitch, start a Twitch uh, profile, follow me, chat directly with me. And uh, that's, that's fun, but it's work for me. And it, you know, generates uh, little tiny bits of cash every now and then, to be blunt, to be honest. So it's a thing, right? It's a good thing. I'm not just sitting there playing video games. It's a business thing. So I did that, and I had a quick snack. And I'm like, you know what? I need to, I need to make sure I took a little uh, time off because of this arm injury, but I need to get back. I'm going to go for a walk. I love walks. Let me get into my head, think about some new creative things to do. And I went for that walk, and I bottomed out. On this particular walk, I guess I just had too much time by myself, too much silence in my soul to spit it all around, to look at what is really happening or what I think is really happening in my life and career, and I got overwhelmed, and I got overwhelmed, and it carried with me. So you need to roll up your sleeves, and you get back to it. You get up back on that bike. You take meetings. You sit down with a blank piece of paper. You write. Write out your goals. Again, if you're not in a creative, uh, quote-unquote, creative industry, in you know, a different kind of industry, engineering, business management, something like that, property management, construction, it doesn't matter. You have goals. You have life goals, family goals. You know? When you bottom out and you get overwhelmed and all the other things, the taking it day by day, the holding on to the morning, just take that breath. Hold on to hope. Hope to me is undefinable. Faith's undefinable too. But goals and working for your goals are definable. There's something you can put down on a chart, can put down on a piece of paper and track, work for, work for, roll up your sleeves and do it again and again and again. But hope is something you have to let into your life. Hope is something you have to believe in. Believe in that it will get better. Believe in the fact that you are on the right path, even though you might not feel it. And that path might go in a different direction. Are you open to that? That's tough. I struggle with that every day. But the hope that this too shall pass, the hope that the sun will rise again. And if it doesn't the next day, don't worry. There's always tomorrow. Cloudy today. Hold on till tomorrow. Cloudy then, it will get sunny. Hope, hope, hope. It's been on my mind. As I grasp for it and reach for it, as I try to see it on the horizon, I still believe in it. If you're out there struggling today, Maybe you look yourself in the mirror and realize you're the jerk that presses the pedestrian walk button to lock. And you got goals now to work to improve yourself. And you don't feel it's going to get better. There's always hope. Buried with money problems. The IRS has taken all your money. You owe a lot. You don't have any savings. You might have to be working until the day you die. There is always hope. 
the hope will get you through. That is the three things here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Those were the three things on my mind. If you got something on your mind about this, you can hit me up on Twitter. That's what the kids used to say 10 years ago, but I still say it. Hit me up on Twitter. At Cat Napsuck. Do not forget the Napsuck Files is on Facebook. You can like the official page there as well as my official page. And I'm serious. You want some information? You want a code on the Stash app? I will share it with you. I got a personalized code. Let's invest together. Buy some Disney stock like I did. Yeah. Also, consider checking out the Patreon page. Patreon.com slash the Napsuck Files. As I continue to build this brand and this business, there are some goals on there. I am... Uh, trying to currently uh, currently trying to create a new Game of Thrones show called Casterly Talk. I have some ideas for it and some cast and crew I might need to hire. So that is part of my Patreon goals. Consider checking that out as well. And don't forget to go to audibletrial.com slash files if you want a free audio book. Check it out. Find your hope. Stop pressing the buttons. And you know what? Money, money, money's going to get you down. But if you still have that hope, you'll be all right. That is the Knapsack Files. Three things this week. Episode 29 is in the books. We'll see you.